Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. I am excited to be continuing on for this podcast as we go into 2023. And today is exciting because we are officially transitioning out of the Christmas season and getting back into our study of the book of Colossians. So before we hit pause for Advent, we had studied the Apostle Paul's letter to the Colossian church. And we got through the first 15 verses of Colossians chapter 3. So we need to pick up our study of the book in Colossians 3.16. And I'm going to do that next episode. For today, I want to give a bit of a recap of where we have been so far all the way through chapter 3. And chapter 3 has been a pivotal chapter for our Christian life. And what I usually do on these episodes is I read a verse or a section of scripture and then I'll explain it. But what I want to do today is actually give you the ideas from the passage, then I'll read the passage, what we've covered so far in chapter 3, and then I'll give you one challenge or question to wrestle with from that passage as we move back into Colossians 3. All right, so it's just going to be a little bit different. Let me give you the overview of Colossians so far, then I'll read Colossians 3, 1 through 15, and then I'll give you one final challenge or thing to pray about. So, a little different, but hopefully it will be helpful. So, let me start by just giving the overview of what we've read so far. Paul began by a normal greeting to this church that doesn't really actually know him that well. Remember, it was planted by someone else, Epaphras. So, not everyone really knows him. So, he introduces himself and then gives that beautiful hymn of praise about the identity of Jesus the Christ. And it's not just about the supremacy and sufficiency of Jesus, but that Jesus came to reconcile you back to God through faith in him. Therefore, Paul encouraged, you should not be swayed to trust in or prioritize any other form of spirituality or worldview that does not have Jesus at the center. Now, that was such a pivotal piece of the beginning of Colossians 2. I want to say that again because it's a big idea. Do not trust or prioritize any form of spirituality or worldview that does not have Jesus at the center. That's what Paul was driving home from the end of chapter 1 through chapter 2. Our faith is all about the sufficiency of Christ. He is greater than any other false hope of salvation. He is greater than trying to follow the law. He is greater than any other philosopher. He is greater than any other spiritual guru. He is greater than you trying to get to God on your own. There is nothing or no one that is greater than Jesus Christ. And this Jesus has taken you from your state of death and made you alive in God. So, don't be ashamed, insecure, or cowardly about your relationship with God or your standing with God. You are secure. Have courage about your relationship with God. It is secure and firm 
in Christ. Therefore, since Christ has raised you to this life, then live with your eyes set on the things of Christ. Salvation is not just that Christ externally removed you from trouble or that he somehow made you a better person. He didn't even just bring out the good that was already inside of you. No, he united you to himself. You are now in Christ and Christ is in you. That's what he said in Colossians 1.27, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Your glory and life is found in your union with Christ. Or as chapter 3 verse 4 puts it, Christ is your life. And if that's true, then that means something for how we live. We do not live however we want to anymore. We live as Christ. Paul wrote in his letter to the Philippians in chapter 1, verse 21, For to me, to live is Christ. And in Colossians 3, the way he says it is that we should be putting off habits or characteristics of who we used to be. And we should put on new characteristics of who we are now in Christ. Because that old self is dead. On the cross of Jesus, you living for yourself in whatever ways you wanted to, that died. It was crucified. And now the life you live is in the Son of God. Your life is Christ. You are not your own. You are an instrument of Christ. And that means you should live like Christ. And all of that is my couple-minute overview of Colossians 1 through the first half of chapter 3. If you want more info on all those chapters, I've got about 90-some episodes of walking through all that if you're just tuning in to the podcast. So there was your couple-minute recap of about 90 episodes. But today, here's simply what I want to do. I'm going to read Colossians chapter 3, 1 through 15. So all that we've looked at so far in chapter 3. And I think this will help us get caught up to exactly what Paul's argument has been so that we can start verse 16 next episode and keep moving forward. And after I read, then I'm going to give you one final encouragement, one thing to do as we move into the year 2023 or whenever you're listening to this, as you think about moving forward in your relationship with God and knowing him more in the person of Jesus Christ, I'm going to give you one encouragement to do as you move into that. So let me read Colossians 3, 1 through 15. I'm going to read this fairly slowly, and I want to encourage you just to see what the Lord might bring out or might stick out to you in this. This is 3, verses 1 through 15. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these two, you once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away, 
anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth? Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here, there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. An old theologian named Herman Bovink once wrote, Once we have received the principle of eternal life in our hearts, we cannot but long always to know more of him who granted us that life. That idea is the premise of this whole podcast. What he is saying is that once we've received eternal life, we want to know the one who grants us that life. Now, while I agree with that, I would actually say it slightly differently. It's not just that we want to know him who gave us life. We want to know him who is our life. He is the giver of life only in so much as he gives himself, who we've seen in Colossians, is life. That's a huge paradigm shift. It's not just that God gave us this thing of life. He is life, and we've been united to him. And that is why we do this podcast. To know God is to know life. And knowing him means that we are truly lining up our lives with true life in Jesus Christ. So as we continue moving forward into what it looks like to line our lives up with Christ, as we're talking about in Colossians 3, here's my one encouragement for you. Would you pray that God gives you a deeper desire to know him more and live more like him. Would you pray that God gives you a deeper desire to know him more and live more like him? That simple for today. Simply pray for that desire. And as you do that, I am confident that the Lord will bless the rest of our study through the book of Colossians so that we can grow in our knowledge of God and our discipleship of Jesus Christ. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.